Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This morning, total devastation. Homes lost and lives changed forever as Perth battles a bushfire emergency. The city's still under COVID lockdown, but a glimmer of hope with zero new cases. Eddie Maguire backs down. The Collingwood president admits he got it wrong, but will he resign? And breaking news, Sir Captain Tom Moore has died. The war veteran who captured hearts across the world loses his battle with coronavirus. This is 7 News with Jodie Spears. Good morning. Western Australia's bushfire emergency has escalated dramatically. Nearly 60 homes have now been destroyed across Perth's east, with fears that number could grow. Residents spent the night in evacuation centres as Mother Nature's fury scorched thousands of hectares. Western Australia is battling two major emergencies, this one spreading at a devastating rate, more than 8,000 hectares incinerated. People in the area are in danger. There is a threat to lives and homes. Dozens of properties have already been destroyed, a lifetime of memories lost and a future up in flames. I was supposed to start year 12 yesterday, you know, like I've got, I got one more year of school, you know, I was, you know, I'm, and now I don't have a house anymore. Residents told to leave early. Mum rushed in at 2am and just said, we're leaving, we're evacuating, we're in a red zone. So 20 minutes to pack your bags and that was it. And as soon as we heard it was getting to the highway, it was 650 from the highway, we thought, well, uh, time to go. The state's five-day COVID lockdown sparked confusion about where people should go and take shelter. If you are under threat, leave your property and go to suitable premises. Don't stay in that property if you think you have to obey the COVID rules. You must leave the property if you're under threat. A volatile mix of hot temperatures and winds have residents anxiously awaiting updates. They're expecting a wind change which will bring it straight down onto us. New South Wales Rural Fire Service is sending an extra aerial tanker to help. The effects of the monstrous blaze felt almost 60 kilometres away as ash rained down on the city. An ominous sign of a battle still unfolding. Jeremy Frost, 7 News. There's better news on WA's COVID fight. Another day without recording a new case after a hotel security guard contracted the UK strain. So far, it's just one case, but Perth and two other regions are still in lockdown until Friday. I do not want to be in the situation of Britain or the United States or Melbourne. I just do not want our state to go there. 
There are also fresh concerns this morning from the nurses' union over a lack of face masks for frontline workers. Collingwood President Eddie Maguire has been forced to admit he got it wrong over the club's racism row. And while he's apologised for his response, he's still refusing to resign. Eddie Maguire's stunning admission. In my opening, I got it wrong. I said it was a proud day for Collingwood and I shouldn't have. Backing down after a day of scathing criticism, slammed over his response to a bombshell report that found his club was guilty of systemic racism. It was uh, a shameless display. I would have articulated, you know, articulated things differently. I mean, I think it understands that position. I did not mean we we're proud of past incidents of racism and the hurt that it caused. It's been interpreted widely that way and I regret that deeply. Plus, an apology. I'm sorry that my error has acted as a distraction from the importance of the findings on racism and the work that lies ahead. But still defiant, refusing to step down as Collingwood president, promising to use his final year in the role to implement change. I want to leave it knowing that I have helped implement the next stage of changes we have committed to on this historic mission. Gaining some support from a Premier who recently rejected calls for his own resignation. I don't think running away from challenges is uh, leadership, whether it's in a footy club or, or any, other, any other role. Taylor Hill, 7 News. To our breaking news now, and UK fundraising hero Captain Sir Tom Moore has died at the age of 100 after contracting coronavirus. Let's go live now to Europe correspondent Sarah Greenolch in London. Good morning, Sarah. Such sad news. He was admitted to hospital just a few days ago. Jody, good morning. It is terribly sad. Captain Sir Tom Moore was admitted to hospital on Sunday with COVID-19. He hadn't been able to have a vaccination uh, due to a battle with pneumonia over the past few weeks. He passed away this afternoon a few hours ago with his daughters Hannah and Lucy by his side. Over the past 12 months, Sir Tom, as he became, was a national treasure. He inspired millions of people through his remarkable fundraising efforts. He lifted the spirits of millions and he lived by the mantra, tomorrow will be a good day. During the dark days of 2020, Captain Tom Moore proved to be the UK's brightest hope. At 99 years old, he walked and walked 100 laps of his back garden, hoping to raise a few thousand dollars for Britain's health service, but it became so much more. The final figure closer to 60 million. A little family joke, and look how it's, it's gone global now. At a special knighthood ceremony at Windsor Castle in July, Captain Tom became Sir Tom. I'm absolutely overawed by the fact that this is such a, a high award that I should get, and from Her Majesty as well. What more can anyone wish for than that? That has been an absolutely magnificent day for me. Thank you very much. As a much younger man, he served in the Second World War. He spent decades selling roofing material, then in his 90s, attracted international attention. Well, what can you do? I mean, I, I think... I thought I'm going to always be optimistic, whatever you're talking about, be optimistic, because it's a good day. I mean, things will get better. At 100 years old, a hero to so many. 
There's not too many people who, within an hour of their death, receive personal tributes from both Her Majesty the Queen and the British Prime Minister. The royal family posted on Twitter saying the Queen is sending a private message of condolence to the family of C Captain Sir Tom Moore. Her Majesty very much enjoyed meeting Captain Sir Tom and his family at Windsor last year. Her thoughts and those of the royal family are with them. The flags above Downing Street have this evening, just a few hours ago, been lowered to half-mast. The British Prime Minister has personally called uh, Sir Tom's daughter Hannah to pass on his condolences and in a statement released, uh, Boris Johnson has said that Sir Tom was a hero in the truest sense of the word, uh, in saying that he's not just a national inspiration, Jody, but a beacon of hope for the world. An amazing man. Okay, Sarah, thank you. A man who allegedly bashed his elderly stepfather, leaving him for dead in Sydney overnight, has been charged with attempted murder. The 70-year-old was kicked in the face and thrown four metres after being rammed by a car his stepson is accused of driving. The accused will remain behind bars until his next court appearance in March. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Homicide detectives have been called in to investigate the drowning death of an eight-week-old baby in Sydney. The little girl was found unresponsive in the bathtub. Police are questioning family members to find out if it was a tragic accident or something more sinister. Yeah, she, was, she was bubbly, she was smiley, she was always laughing. Yeah, she was an adorable little one. It's believed the girl may have been unattended for at least two hours. Witnesses found the mother distressed in her backyard. She is in hospital undergoing a mental health assessment. A Sydney surfer has had a close encounter with a shark which was lurking beneath his board off Bondi. An aerial drone caught the surfer and shark as they tracked towards each other just beyond the break. The surfer then jumps into the water right above the two-metre grey nurse shark. The startled shark quickly darts off, passing other surfers as it swam away. A far north Queensland man has survived a crocodile attack by clawing at the reptile's eye. The man was swimming at a remote waterhole near Weeper when he was pulled under. He attacked the beast as it lunged for his hand. Poking the croc in the eye and try to get it, um, let it get him, uh, let go of him. The victim had to undergo extensive surgery on his hand. It's the second crocodile attack in far north Queensland in the past week. New data shows Russia's Sputnik V vaccine is 91% effective against COVID. The preliminary findings are based on analysis of a trial which involved more than 20,000 adults. The study has just been published in UK medical journal The Lancet. The Prime Minister has pressed down on rogue Liberal MP Craig Kelly for promoting conspiracy theories about the COVID vaccine. Let's go live now to political reporter Taylor Aiken in Canberra. Good morning, Taylor. Scott Morrison isn't happy with the outspoken backbencher. 
Morning, Jody. Prime Minister Scott Morrison had been under pressure from Labor to condemn Craig Kelly for spreading misinformation about unproven COVID cures and questioning the effectiveness of vaccines. The Liberal backbencher had been accused of using social media to spread this misinformation, prompting the Prime Minister to personally step in, calling him directly during an interview with Seven News. This idea that I'm somehow some uh, a crazy uh, anti-vaxxer is just, it's, it's a slander. Craig Kelly is a dangerous menace and a threat to the nation's COVID response. Labor tried to pin questions on the Prime Minister during question time yesterday, but it was ruled out of order. However, Seven News has been told that Mr Kelly's controversial views could cost him dearly come time for pre-selection. Jody. OK, Taylor, thank you. Checking finance now. The Dow Jones is lifting. The Nasdaq is also gaining. In London, the FTSE rose 50 points. Germany's DAX jumped 213. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed up 271 points. Hong Kong's Hang Seng gained 356. The All Lords added 105 points and the ASX 200 had similar gains. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,838 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 55 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying more than 75 US cents, 79 Japanese yen and $1.06 New Zealand. In breaking news, Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny has been sentenced to more than three years in prison. He faced court this morning where he ridiculed claims he broke his parole conditions while in a coma. While in the dock, Navalny launched a scathing attack on Russian President Vladimir Putin, denouncing him as a thieving little man. Navalny's suspended sentence for embezzlement has now been replaced with a three-and-a-half-year prison term. With time served, he'll be eligible for release in two-and-a-half years. A dramatic rescue has been caught on camera in the US. Emergency crews raced to reach two people whose truck had plunged into an icy lake in Connecticut. A woman was saved from the bed of the truck while a man was stuck inside. The vehicle became submerged while firefighters wearing cold water suits were trying to reach him. They eventually managed to get him out safely. In sport, Australia won't travel to South Africa for next month's test series due to the pandemic. Cricket Australia says it has no other option than to postpone the series due to the coronavirus situation in South Africa. The three-test tour was set to be played in early March but was deemed too big a risk due to the country having over 1.5 million cases as well as being the epicentre of a dangerous new strain. No date has been agreed to restart the series. Controversial footballer Israel Folau is chasing a shock NRL comeback with the St George Illawarra Dragons. The club has offered a two-year deal to the former Wallaby, but the move will need to be approved by the NRL first. Folau's multi-million dollar Rugby Australia contract was torn up over his homophobic social media posts. And Broncos veteran Anthony Milford will undergo surgery this week for a broken hand. He will miss up to six weeks. Rafael Nadal's Australian Open preparations have hit a setback after missing his opening ATP Cup tie against Australia with a back complaint. Alex Dimonor pulled out all the tricks in his three-set loss to Roberto Bautista Agut, but it wasn't enough. The Aussies suffered a clean sweep in their tie with Spain. World number one Ash Barty breezed through the opener of her first tournament in a year. Uh, 11 or 12 months off now. It's, it's, it's been a while, but um, I miss this feeling. I miss coming out here and competing. And 
Mick Kyrgios battled a knee complaint and the chair umpire in his three-set win over Alexandra Muller at the Murray River Open. The AFL has warned clubs it could force players to only train one-on-one -on -one for one hour a day if Western Australia's lockdown lasts beyond Friday. The league says it's unfair if two clubs are forced into those conditions weeks out from the start of the season. The AFLW hopes two games postponed due to the lockdown will go ahead this weekend. We want to get all the games away. Uh, whether or not they get away this weekend, we are working hard to try and do that. But the Western Bulldogs and Carlton face off in the annual Pride game on Friday night, live on Seven. Big news out of supercars this morning. Seven-time champion Jamie Wincup is set to retire from full-time driving at the end of the season after 19 years in supercars. Wincup will then take over as managing director and team principal at his team, Triple Eight Racing. The 37-year-old has left the option of co-driving during the 2022 season open. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, showers in Brisbane today heading for a top of 29 degrees, a possible shower in Sydney, a top of 25, partly cloudy in Canberra, mostly sunny in Melbourne, 25 the top there as well, partly cloudy in Hobart, sunny in Adelaide heading for 28 degrees, morning smoke then sunny in Perth and showers and a possible storm in Darwin, 31 degrees the top. And that's 7 Early News for this Wednesday the 3rd of February.